You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Back to the end of the comp section of the third round. So they wind up with Jordan Addison and then nobody else until the 101. And then a lot of the, the day three picks, which are just complete crapshoots. I will say this, though. If you had, if I had told you going into last year that TJ Hawkinson was going to be your second round pick in 2023, you'd be pretty happy about it. Easy. So, like, I, I don't really have a problem with this. I, I have a bigger problem with getting too cute. And trading back in the third round is cute, but it's not t- too cute. Trading from 12 to 32 and then trading a pick that you got with the Packers to move back again, I think is too cute because you are passing up talent there. Um, I actually, oh. I, I think that this is much sounder with Hawkinson being your second round pick. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We got it. Okay. We got it. Per Albert okay. Wilson, the Vikings are taking USC corner. Is it Mackay Blackman? Oh, interesting. Okay. Reuniting him with Jordan Addison. They can okay. pack up their dorms together. They can drive up North together. <laughs> uh, so Blackman, I had, I like, I, so some people are going to see that as a reach me, not quite as much, uh, I, I had him 113 on my board. Uh, you know, there's a couple of those corners that, that I had a little bit higher on him, but I know why, why Flora is going to like him. That kid is really, really feisty. It really, really – like he gets after you on the field. He's like a little gnat. The, the, it's funny, the concerns that you have with him, it's like it's sort of similar with Addison. It's just flipped to the other side. Uh, Makai Blackman, he – over the pre-draft process, 5'10", flat, 178 pounds – the athleticism, okay, but not elite. You know, is seventy four percentile. But I really like the way that that kid plays the position, and he's cool being left out there on the islands as well. And by the way, last year that kid was fabulous. Like, there's very few uh, cornerbacks in this class that had like a ninety plus PFF grade in any of their years in college. Makai Blackman did last year, and and the concerns that the NFL had with him, like I said, it's just the other thing with Addison. It's just on the other side. Of the, it's like a mirror. Yeah. He's smaller. The athleticism is an elite, but he has proven that he can win uh, in space, in isolation, at the highest level of college football. I'm down with that pick. Too small here? What's up? Too small in this league? That's always my concern yeah. with corners, because you got to be really, really good if you're not six feet. So, he, he's, so he's 5'11", 178 is, is what he, he... Probably means he's 5'10". Clocks in at. Yeah, so. um, well, I mean, Emmanuel Forbes, who went at number 16, makes Makai Blackman look like he got to go to Livia. <laughs> well, you know, that's a great place to go to, to lose weight. L-I-V-E-A.com if you want to find out more. Thank you, Thor. I'm yeah, going to read you, you the, the PFF manifesto pros and cons <sighs> with Makai Blackman. and then I'll Re- give Read you his the... stats to it, his coverage stats, if they got him in there from last so, year. Because he was yep. real good last year. So he was, I'll give you some of the advanced data here. All right, we're going to break it down. Vikings new cornerback, Makai Blackman, who, by the way, his comp in the NFL is A.J. Parker. I don't Hmm. know if that means anything to anyone. So he he finished ninth in college football with 16 forced incompletions. 
He was 25th with a 25% forced incompletion rate. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Football. Let's see here. He had uh, only two missed tackles all season. 70 tackles, only two missed tackles. His missed tackle rate was 2.8%, which is pretty darn good. That's Brian Brainster. Like, that's fabulous. Yeah. And uh, opponent, opposing quarterbacks completed just 47.6% of passes when throwing at Makai Blackman. Also, uh, only one touchdown and three interceptions when targeting Makai Blackman. So some some really good, interesting numbers He there. was awesome last year. And yeah. uh, some of the pros on him, I'm going to give you these from PFF, Thor. You tell us if, uh, if they're right, wrong, or otherwise. He's a feisty corner who wants to mix yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, okay. he does. Yeah, he doesn't know how small he is. He doesn't. He eliminates space between him and receivers well, gets right up on their hip to establish leverage. Football. Yeah. Okay. Five seasons of playing time with 2,260 snaps to his name, so ex- tons of experience in, yep. in big-time college football, right? Yep. Okay. All right, here's some of, some of the bad stuff, some of the cons. It's all size and athleticism stuff, I bet. Slim frame after five yeah. years in college, that probably ain't changing. For sure. Right. He's not 19 years old anymore, so, all right. None of us are, Phil. He has to grab to Solid stick point. with route breaks, seven oh, penalties, so oh, he's a little handsy, a little not handsy. Got to coach that out of him, Brian. Got to coach him out. No juice to get back to the catch point once he's given up ground. Not enough yeah. burst. Yeah, football. But he's not a terrible athlete, but I can see that. I can see that. You know what, though? I mean, the Vikings historically have done a great job finding great cornerbacks in the third round, guys like Marcus McCauley, Asher Allen, Josh Robinson. So I, I hate have, when they grab. No. You can't grab. In this league, you're <laughs> dead if you grab now. Thor knows that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, we're reaching. Yeah, he's reaching. a fighter, right? Like it's the anchorman fight scene out in the alley every time he's getting a guy <laughs> off the line. Like. Hanky's <laughs> flying all over the field because he's a fighter. No, for sure, but Flores loves that stuff. I bet Flores had been talking to Quasi the last couple of weeks, like, take Blackman, take Blackman, take Blackman. He wants those guys to fight you off the line. That's right. Brian Flores football. Well, I like it. You're going to love that kid. Within so, five yards, I like it. Here's another interesting thing. So last year at USC, he played, let's see here, uh, so 805 snaps out wide, only three snaps in the slot, yet based on his size – Pro Football Focus says, what is his role in the NFL? Slot corner. There's no ideal position for Blackman given his limitations, but the slot looks like his best chance to see the field. His willingness as a tackler and his high football IQ can play in the slot. I th- well, I versatility, think versatility, maybe. I, I think I, th- I think our boy Runner might be might be uh, underselling him a little bit because like. The reason that I think he that you know he overcomes the size on the outside, it's it's that ability off the line. And he sticks with you in coverage after that. You can't put him into the situations where the guy can just manhandle him. Like if you have like, you know, the the six three, six four muscular guy who can get downfield, that's not the best matchup for him. But like with the other guys, for sure. Like he's gonna be a problem for the the smaller receivers. He's gonna stay with the shifty guys for sure, but also off the line again. Every single time you got to work for it against that kid. And, you know, talking about Jordan Addison, going back to him, he had to fight Makai Blackman off the line every day in practice. So, you know, talking about his ability to get off against press coverage. 
So how do we feel now, gentlemen? How do we feel about the cornerback room? So you've got it's it's a it's a bunch of young dudes. Even the the veteran free agent and Byron Murphy that you signed is twenty five years old. So he he does have a handful of years of NFL experience, but he's only twenty five years old. He's kind of the wise old sage in the room. And then you have Andrew Booth Jr., second round pick last year, a Caleb Evans, you know, injury issues for both those guys. And now Makai Blackman as a third round pick coming in. And then remind me the the former second round pick from the Patriots. You signed him for depth. Oh, Juwan Williams. Yeah. So that's yeah, a kind of a, bi- a buy low stock by Quasey right there. Yeah. So how how do we feel about that cornerback room? Way, way better than we did uh what, twenty five minutes ago or so. Okay. Like, Cause now with you know, obviously, you know, one of the three spots taken by Murphy. And now you have the three guys to do the battle royale for the other two spots. And, you know, I, I don't think Juwan Williams is going to be a starter or whatever. Like, who knows? Maybe maybe they, you know, after they were able to open up cat space after June 1st, maybe they can do something, try to bring in another guy. That's where you feel way more confident. But, like, the battle royale for the three guys, better than just saying, Evans and Booth, you're our starters next year. We don't have any, any contingency plan behind you. Back to Phil's point. Was Blackman, did, did he play um, inside in the nickel in college, or is that just a projection of where he could play? So last year he, he played three snaps in the slot. Last year, that's okay. Because I got to think yeah. that I got to think that there, there's a very good chance Murphy's going to start outside, but when they're in nickel, he goes inside, and that is a tough position. I'm not asking a guy. We've seen this before. I'm not asking a guy who has not played th- there full time to move there. You can't just teach that. It takes it's a different position. It's essentially a hybrid of cornerback and linebacker. I don't know how I thank you very much. I don't know how I feel about the cornerback room, but what I will say is this. Going into the draft short of a quarterback which you know would have been exciting and sexy as far as the pick goes, I said this and I'll stand by it. I wanted wide receiver. So I was willing to sacrifice potentially a cornerback, because I started off, and I think most of us did, saying that this team needs to draft a cornerback at 23. Um, I eventually pivoted off of that, and I feel better about a team that, by the way, I don't think is a finished product. So it's not like that. It's not like you're this team that's far down the road, and you are basically you just need one more player, right? So I guess I don't feel great about the cornerback room, but all of that being said, I feel really good about what you did for your offense which I do think with your head coach and what you have from a personnel standpoint needs to be the priority. That's thousand percent. Yeah. Thousand percent. I, you know, I was just thinking, I bet at the pick that they were at when they traded down with San Francisco, they were going to take Makai Blackman there. Like he's a conviction player for sure. And the fit with Flores is so good. I, I think they just got the player that they would have taken Above there, they might say that in the media, but I actually think that that's true. Where they, it's like this is the he's the highest dude on our board. We want this kid, but like probably in between, no one going to take him. So it, that helps explain that trade a little bit more as well. And you know, good for them for yeah. doing it. So just I'm keeping tabs on just the the young players who have come in, potential starters or or key backups versus the players the Vikings have lost here. So even going back like two months in the off season. So the Vikings have said goodbye now to Eric Kendricks in his 30s, Adam Thielen in his 30s, Cam Dantzler, young but just didn't work out, Patrick Peterson in his 30s, Delvin Tomlinson, 29, Duke Shelley, they just didn't buy into him. So they're saying goodbye to to all of those starters, many of them past the age of 30, as I fumble my microphone here, broadcast professional. (laughs) Wild, just like me. 
and they bring in blocking tight end Josh Oliver, 25 years old, edge rusher Marcus Davenport, 26 years old, I believe, cornerback Byron Murphy, 25 years old, uh, Dean Lowry as like a depth defensive lineman who I believe is 27 years old, and then in the draft, the first two picks, Jordan Addison and Makai Blackman. So it's a it's a big-time shift in the age of some of these players on the roster. Obviously, we don't know if – I mean, maybe Makai Blackman has a great offseason and, and, and camps and whatnot. I mean, there are starting jobs up for grabs. There's three starting cornerback jobs if you if you count you know nickel, and I would say two of them are 100% up for grabs. And so there's a chance he could actually be a starter if he impresses – and he's healthy and whatnot. But so, what do you guys? What do you guys make of the makeover to this point? There's still some draft picks left, and maybe there's a couple signings here and there. But like the the bulk of the Vikings remake with their first two picks in the draft and the free agency moves, this is this is it, guys. Like unless there's a big Trey Lance trade coming in a month or two, or you know Dalvin Cook could be on the way out for for Gosh. picks. But this but this That's is kind hits. of it. Yeah. So I I think that. Of the list that you went through of the guys who have departed, the only guy that if they could have afforded to keep him, they would have is Dalvin Tomlinson. Like, I think that's a loss. Uh, I'm not saying he was great, but I think he was a solid player. Outside of that, no, I'm fine with it. I love the makeover. It's 3 nothing now. I Wait, did they just the score? Buzzer. Wait, at the they, buzzer. Just, they just beat the buzzer? the buzzer? No. At, yeah. Oh, my God. They at literally the scored at the buzzer of the second period. At the buzzer. Yep. Oh, oh, breakaway oh. by Mason Marchment, who has had an. Uh, uh, anyway, um, I like what they've. I I like what they have done as as far as shifting the roster in a different direction. Tomlinson, I think that they would have kept, but for their uh, salary cap problems. But I love the direction of doing what actually Thor at one time Spielman tried to do himself, which is they are really trying to get guys who are either in their first contract or second contract. And once you get past that, and it's harsh, but it's true in football, you start to decline. So I like this. If you're thinking it's going to result in the Super Bowl championship in 2023, unfortunately, um, you need to put the hookah pipe down. (laughs) For sure. If you guys have a second, I would like to give you the list of cornerbacks who had a higher PFF grade last year than Makai Beckman that are in this draft class. If you just have a minute. Oh, we have. Yeah, well. I think we we get about five minutes in us here, and then and then I think the Judd's Hockey Show crew needs to turn its attention to the well, burial between, of the Minnesota Wild. Periods now, so okay. Well, Go I, ahead. You'll have time I, for I this. I post Purple Daily. Devin Witherspoon. Nobody else. Wait, the, the, fifth, the fifth pick in this draft. So the Devin Witherspoon is the, the only player with a higher PFF grade. Correct. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. I'm yeah. seeing some really fascinating stuff here too. Like he'd go out of his way to try and match up with Jordan Addison in practice every day at USC, which is kind of cool. So they're tight. That's good. Yeah. Um, he doesn't. Here's a, here's some analysis from uh, from Dame Brugler, NFL analyst from The Athletic. Quote, doesn't get bored. Receivers know they're in for a dogfight oh, when yeah. lining up across from Makai Blackman. <laughs> Sound like a Brian Flores cornerback to you? He does, yes. And Brian Flores schematically makes it not boring. You you could get bored in that Ed Donashell scheme, right? <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, I'm just gonna sit back here and uh, oh, what just happened? See what happens. That was yeah. a long completion. I like it. I like it on paper here. And so before we before we say goodbye to you, Thor. And by the way, thanks again for jumping on here. You got and uh, just bringing some intelligence to to our babbling nonsense on Purple Daily here. Yeah, it's true. 
as you look ahead now, the Vikings have, so they did pick up an extra pick. So they have, what, five picks, I guess, tomorrow? They've got their fourth, a couple fifths, yeah, a sixth and a seventh or, or something like that. Yeah. So who, who are some guys here that you would have your eye on? The one, the, you know, the 119, the 158. Who should they be earmarking here? So it's, is did Adib- I'm going to keep saying Adeboare for sure. Like is, he didn't go yet in those past couple, did he? I don't think so. Let me pull okay. up here. Yeah. So no, Cameron Latu, Trey sure. Tucker, Jake Moody, and then yeah, Mackay Blackman. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the, you know, we talked about some of the corners there, uh, going lower on, on guys that we hadn't discussed yet. Um, offensive line depth, uh, Dewan Jones, he's a second round player, the Ohio state, uh, right tackle who would remind folks around here quite a bit of Phil Lodeholt. It's just like, it's like the same sort of thing, just like a behemoth who's really good, uh, blocking the run. Obviously tackle is not that the biggest thing, but like he also, yeah. It, it, anyway, like he would just be an objective steal as, as far as the slot, we brought up Herbig before, you know, talking about the linebacker. You're going to move on from Jordan Hicks after this year. Herbig might even be able to challenge him for playing time right away. So he, he would be another guy that I would look at. Um, trying to think if there's any other guy. Well, the other one that we had to just running back, right? Like because of, you know, the thing of I think Delvin Cook is going to be uh, moving south uh, yeah. on, on June 1st or June 2nd. Um, the, so, uh, Roshan Johnson would be a guy to monitor the complimentary back for Bijan Robinson, uh, and in between the tackles grinder guy who is really good in pass pro, um, Israel Abondaconda from Pitt is a home run hitter. Like the straight line speed is just absolutely fabulous with him. Super ex- explosive. And then Evan Hall, the local kid is the guy that I really want, uh, because of the receiving versatility. I think he would be a really good fit, uh, with the Vikings that the backs that they already have there complementing their skill sets and you're going to be able to get Evan Hall a bit later than those other two guys. I'd be surprised if Roshan and Israel Bonaconda don't go at the top half of the fourth, whereas Evan Hall, maybe the fifth round, you can get him. who knows, maybe even the sixth, but like fifth round, probably to be comfortable. Um, those would be the guys I'd look at. Awesome. The picks left round four. The Vikings are picking at 119 from the lions round five. They have two 158 and 164. 164 came tonight in the San Francisco trade. Round six, 211 compensatory pick that they have. And round seven, another one from San Francisco, 222. So one in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the sixth, one in the seventh. Go get one. Go get a starter. Go get a starter with one yeah. of those five picks. And get Jared Clark, our boy from Coastal Carolina, and platoon him with Tonga in year one. Love it. Tonga t- are you saying it's Tonga time? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Oh, nice player. Yeah. Jared, Clark, Jared, Jared Clark's underrated. That might be a T-shirt. By the way, fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent off everything in the Score North and Purple Daily Shop promo code Draft all the way through the weekend through Sunday. Scorenorth.com/shop. That's Scorenorth.com/shop. Fifteen percent off using the promo code Draft. Thor, awesome stuff, man. Take You're a bow. Off. You've you been awesome. great. Thank you. Great job last night too. Appreciate Purple you, Daily on Draft. You can hear Thor, and we'll get Thor on for one more. Uh, reckless draft speculation episode to recap everything on Tuesday. And then you can find him also on Purple Daily on Draft going forward with Tyler Fornis and Declan and all of his main work at fantasypros.com, bettingpros.com. And uh, his Twitter account is ThorKU. So go give him a follow. All right, sir. Go get a couple hours of sleep and prepare for, for day three. He's chipper, man. He looks great. 
You look oh, fresh, hey. man. You look fresh. You do. Yeah. You don't look like you're phased at all. This is your time of year. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. No, I'm excited to get back up at it. we got a lot of picks coming tomorrow. So look at we'll you. Yeah. I'm ready to go, baby. Day three is, like, is where the real the real yeah. hardcores, uh, yeah. I think, uh, get their get their jolt from. So, all right, Thor. Appreciate right, it, boys. man. Hey, appreciate you. And yeah. so that puts a bow on. I love the, the Vikings. Four hours. We'll just make the last pick. Don't worry about us. And now I see people demanding that Judd's hockey show start immediately. Give me the third period, okay? I got to process this. All right? Yeah, Judd's yeah, in the yeah, arena and here, so you, and, and and Teclan has actual work to do. Yep. So, all right. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us here tonight on this Friday night. The Seven Minnesota players. Vikings have made two selections so far, with a handful more tomorrow. And uh, we're going to sign off here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, but you can find Judd's hockey show on the Score North YouTube channel after this game is over. Or maybe even if it's 5 nothing at some point, maybe you guys do start early. But thank you. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. See ya.